Welcome back to the Highway to Health Podcast, and thanks for connecting with us again on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health Podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. In this episode of the podcast, Dr. Ben Kligler will be returning to share more insights on the value of taking a holistic approach to staying healthy. As our frequent listeners will recall, Dr. Kligler is with the Veterans Administration and he is an expert in the area of whole health. In fact, Dr. Kligler is the Executive Director of the Office of Patient-Centered Care and Cultural Transformation for the VA. Dr. Kligler will be the guest of Dave Nemo, who will be your host for this edition of the Highway to Health podcast. As you guys will hear, Dave will be exploring various aspects of whole health with Dr. Kligler, and they will be talking about how an approach to whole health can benefit professional drivers. Later in this edition of the podcast, we'll also be talking with you about Healthy Trucking of America and how you can get connected to the information and resources provided through HTA. Right now, it's time to hand it off to Dave Nemo for his feature interview with Dr. Ben Kligler from the Veterans Administration on this edition of the Highwood Health Podcast from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. Hey, Dr. Kligler, welcome back. Last time we talked, you were on a beach on vacation. I know. We talk about self-care, and so that's what I was doing. But now I'm back at work, so I'm really happy to talk with you again. Well, thank you so much, and I appreciate the fact, and I know our listeners do too, that you joined us on the show right in the middle of your vacation. The idea of whole health at the VA, it's almost like a light bulb goes off in the federal government and the military aspect of the federal government, and somebody says, hey, you know, one size really doesn't fit all, does it? Let's really change the way we look at health and the holistic aspects of people's health and the individual aspect of how how folks will fit in to a health plan that we could call the circle of whole health. So it's really an all-inclusive thing, like a labyrinth almost. You just kind of keep circling in and getting closer to the center. Right. Well, the whole idea of whole health is that it's supposed to put you, the person, really in a position to take charge of your health. And we like to use the words empower and equip you to take charge of your health. The idea is rather than just show up at the doctor or at the health system and have them talk to you about your list of problems or your list of diseases, they really need to talk to you about you, about the whole you, what makes you unique, what's important to you in your life. Also, they need to help you figure out what kind of strengths you have to help you make the right decisions in your life and where you might need some additional tools or some additional equipment or help to make those decisions. It really is a shift in how we look at kind of who's in charge in a way of your health care. And the circle of health is one of the big tools we use in doing that. Got it. Almost like being at a buffet. It's all healthy food, but you don't want everything. You don't need everything. So you pick what you want, put that circle together, kind of customize. There's a lot of customization. Is that a good word? Is that a fair word? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just like you said, every person is different. So if you're going to take the same kind of rubber stamp approach, oh, everybody with high blood pressure needs this medication or this thing, or everybody with back pain needs surgery or physical therapy, you're going to miss really the best way to approach people because people are different and everybody knows that. But because of the way our healthcare system has kind of grown up and developed over the years, we kind of tend to reduce things down to just what's the disease and what's the treatment. And then sometimes it's like a square peg in a round hole. We try to force that treatment when it might not be the right one. 
the idea of the circle of health, when you take a look at the picture, which I know people certainly can't see if they're driving, <laughs> but if you want to take a look at it, let me just throw this in. We have a great website. It's va.gov slash whole health, and you can kind of tune into it later and look at all this stuff. But one of the things you'll see there, the circle of health, it says me right in the center. So the idea is nothing happens without you, without the person making the decisions and being prepared. And that's a real shift. And then the sort of circles that are around that circle, when you look at this circle of health, those are all the different kinds of strategies you might use to take care of yourself. So we have food and drink. We have spirit and soul. We have friends, family, and coworkers. How are you doing socially? We have moving the body. And as you walk around that circle, you get to sort of think about each one. Maybe I'm not seeing my friends and family, or maybe I'm not in touch with them as much as I should be. And maybe that's really something I need to do to get my life where I want it to be. Or maybe I'm not eating well, or maybe I haven't thought about my spiritual life in a while. And depending on the person, that area of focus or those areas are going to be different depending on where somebody is. And even for a given person at a different time in your life, it's going to be different. You might need to focus on one of those areas at one time, and then a year later might need to be somewhere else. Well, yeah, I hear you. I love the example you give, the answer to the question, okay, what do you want out of your health? What do you want for your future life to be like? And how can you start planning and doing something about attaining that future life? And you've mentioned like truck drivers, you say if you want to be able to kick the soccer ball around with your grandchildren, but you have chronic back pain from too many miles on the road, well, then you may have to have an operation. But beyond that, maybe yoga, acupuncture, other treatments, in other words, there are answers to the questions, but you have to be able to ask yourself the question is, what do I want and how do I want right. to live? Right. Absolutely. The first part of this, we like the phrase that we're trying to move from what's the matter with you, which is what healthcare doctors or healthcare system generally tends to be focused on what's the matter with you. We're trying to get beyond that and we're trying to ask the question, what matters to you? We still need to know what's the matter with you because we've got to take care of your high blood pressure or your diabetes or your depression or your back pain, whatever it might be. We've got to help you with that. But if we're just focused on that and we're not focused on where do you want to be going in your life and what's given meaning to your life and what is it you want your health for is something we like to say. What are you living for? If we don't know that, how can we really tap into all the potential strengths you might have to help you get there? So that's a great example. I have a grandkid. She's getting married next summer. I know I don't want to be sitting in a chair. I want to get up and dance with her, but my feet are bothering me. My back's bothering me. I'm not sure I can do it. Well, what do you need to do to get yourself to that place? So you're absolutely right. It's about the individual and what's important to them and then looking at how we equip them. And we like that word, equip. You need the right tool to get to where you want to get. You need the right equipment. And that's part of our job. And sometimes you might discover you already have it. You're just not tapping into it. And other times you might need some new skills or some new equipment to get there. So that's our job is to help you identify that and then assess it and then help steer you to where you might find those tools. I kind of just thought of this listening to what you were saying, and I was extrapolating a little bit. Maybe I was reading something between the lines. There are answers to the question, well, what do I want my health to be like in the future 10 years from now? And there are answers you're supposed to give. 
And then there are answers that you want to give. In other words, yeah, I know we're supposed to lose weight and blah, 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 the checklist. Do folks kind of get trapped into the should have as opposed to truly want? Because you're not going to do something you should have to do. You're going to do something you want to do. Do folks kind of trip themselves up by going for the standard, so to speak? Yeah, well, you read between the lines. Absolutely. And there's a lot of evidence that shows that even with the best doctors, people only follow a certain proportion of the advice that a doctor gives. They may know or they may think it's the right thing for them to do. So the solutions really have to come from you. You're the one that has to come up with the goals. Part of the whole health approach is once you see where it is you want to be going or what your goals are, what's important to you, then the idea is rather than tell you how to get there, we want to work with you. And that might be your regular doctor or that might be a health coach or it might be working with another veteran who's been trained as a veteran peer. But we want to help you set a goal so that it's not like, oh, I'm going to lose weight. That's my goal. No, I'm going to drink less. I'm going to drink only one glass of soda a day for the next month, and I'm going to see how that goes. So that's what we call a SMART goal, which is measurable. It's got a time to it. It's something that's achievable. You made it. That's the most important thing. You worked on setting that goal, so you own it. We didn't give it to you. We were looking at the idea of the movement. So there's a reason in the circle we don't call it exercise. We call it moving the body. Because <laughs> if you call it exercise, we all know. I myself, I say to myself every day, I need to exercise more. But then I forget about the fact that I'm out walking the dog a couple miles every day. Or I might be doing yard work. Or I might be doing something else that really is moving the body. And that can really contribute to strength in that area, too. It doesn't have to be going to the gym and pounding on a machine or doing that extra cycle or whatever it might be. There's a lot of different ways to move your body. And once you open it up a little bit, then you have the opportunity to think about what's going to work for you. That's what's really different. And on that note, we're going to move into a quick break. We'll come back in just a moment, Dr. Ben Kligler is with us. You're listening to the Highway to Health Podcast on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. The Highway to Health Podcast is sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. You can learn more about the information and resources available from HTA by visiting the organization's website, healthytruck.org. That's healthytruck.org. Now, folks, if you'd like to go further down the highway to health, we'd like to invite you to listen to the Dave Nemo Show on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The road trip down the highway to health on the Dave Nemo Show happens every Tuesday from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. You'll hear interviews featuring interesting guests who can help you to stay healthy as you move down the road. So be sure to tune in every Tuesday morning to the Dave Nemo Show, which is heard on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. The Dave Nemo Show is also available through the Sirius XM app. Now, folks, let's get you back to this edition of the Highway to Health Podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. Dr. Ben Kligler is with us from the VA, and we're talking about the circle of health, the whole health programs at VA now. There are a lot of reasons to do it. You pick a reason and you kind of go with it. You mentioned the granddaughter's wedding. Well, I want to be able to look good in my suit. When I buy that mm -hmm. new suit for the wedding, that might be a more focused goal. Am I kind of hitting on the right button there? Well, that one, not quite there yet. 
you can't totally control what it's going to take to look good in your new suit, right? So if you're thinking like, I need to lose a couple oh, pounds or I need yeah. to be able to kind of stand up straighter, not be hunched over. So that's why setting those sort of smaller goals in between. For example, with weight, we try to steer people away from, I'm going to lose five pounds in the next two months. Try to steer people towards what are the smaller steps that are going to take you there. Maybe I'm not going to drink three or four liters of soda a day. That's kind of crazy. But maybe I'm going to cut my soda. Maybe I'm going to make a commitment to eat a salad once a day, whatever it might be. And that way you're focused on what can I do today? That's the most important thing about making changes. What can I do today that's within my reach? Because if you're shooting at a goal that's kind of abstract, like I want to look good in my suit, well, you don't really have control over how you get there. And sure, part of this sure. is about you taking charge. So what you can take charge of is those day-to-day, moment-to-moment decisions that you're making about how you take care of yourself. Let's say I have a 15-minute break or a half-hour break in my day where I stop driving. Well, I could go just plop down on a couch or on a chair and look at a TV screen. Maybe sometimes I feel like doing that. Okay, but I could decide that 15 minutes of that time, I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk around wherever I happen to be taking a break. I'm going to do some stretches, and then I'll spend the other 15 minutes watching TV. That's something that you can decide and you can do. So it's really about making those moment-to-moment decisions, those small decisions. That's where the money is in terms of really making change. Got it. Got it. Wow. Yeah, man. Thanks for shutting me down on that because I think I'm not the only one that kind of looks at that that way and you set up some real false expectations. At best, you've got a 50-50 chance of making it. And if you don't make it, it's like, well, why bother? The goal is to actually just make the journey and keep the journey going. Forget about where you're going. You're going to get to someplace. If you're on that path, you're going to get to someplace good. That's so right. Absolutely right. It's one step at a time. Wherever it is that you're going, if you don't put one foot in front of the other, you're not going to get there. And the thing is, that's what's most important is to get yourself to where you can get off the couch, you can get up and walk, you can get up and stretch, you can think about watching a video of a yoga class and doing a few of the things that they might be doing there to just get more flexibility in your body. Whatever it is you can do on that road, there's no right and wrong. There's no like, okay, I weigh 250 pounds now and I have to weigh 200 pounds when the wedding comes. Even if you lose 10 pounds, you're going to look better, you're going to feel better. So it's not about a fixed or kind of an abstract goal that we're going to apply to everybody. It's about you and what do you need? I do want to say one other thing because hopefully we're going to be able to keep talking about this circle in future shows. When you walk around that circle, I mean, if you're listening to this and you say, well, I'm doing okay with moving the body because I do work out twice a week and I do make a point of walking around. Well, that's great because then that becomes a strength. So that's something you're already doing for your health. A lot of this is about people feeling like they can take charge. So maybe you're already taking charge in that area. Or maybe you're taking charge in another one of the areas. Maybe you're very connected, let's say, to your spiritual life. And that gives you a lot of strength in your life. So part of looking around the circle isn't just saying, where do I need to make changes? Where do I need help? It's also about, well, where am I already strong? How do I leverage that? How do I use that strength? That's a big part of it. We call it a strength-oriented approach. Or we had another little catchphrase that we like, which is moving from what's wrong with you to what's strong with you, which I think maybe comes from active duty. Active duty folks are all about being prepared. 
being resilient, being ready to do what they need to do. So I like that one, moving from what's wrong with you to what's wrong with you. I like that one. I love that. Dr. Kligler is the Executive Director for the Office of Patient-Centered Care and Cultural Transformation of the Veterans Health Administration. I have an advantage over our listeners because I am looking at the circle of health right now. One of the things that I think bears mentioning, and I know you can really dig into this. We don't have time to dig in, but maybe we will do that in another program. Okay, we're moving the body, and it's having its own effects and its own benefits, but it's also affecting other people points along that circle, like the one right next to it, the power of the mind, because we all know or should know by now that it's been proven that exercise or movement really calms your nerves. It eases your mental condition. It brightens your spirit. In other words, the benefits blend around this circle, right? Absolutely. And maybe just briefly, I think the plan is on subsequent shows, we'll talk about different parts. You don't have to wait for the show where we talk about power, the mind, the spirit, and soul to get working in that area. Just take a look at the website, which is vadecaf slash whole health. You're absolutely right. They're all interconnected and different places at different times are going to be where somebody wants to focus. So think about power of the mind. How is your mental, emotional, psychological state? What might you need to focus on? Spirit and soul, family, friends, and coworkers. Recharge, that's one we don't pay enough attention to. That one is about rest and sleep. How are you doing with your sleep? Are you taking enough time? Food and drink. Personal development. How are you doing in your personal life? Are you involved with your community? Are you doing things you want to do? Surroundings, physical and emotional. How about your physical environment? Are there things you could change in your truck or in your home that might really contribute to your overall well-being? So there's so many different angles on this. I mean, sometimes the challenge is figuring out where to start. So we often recommend just start with one area. You can't tackle mm-hmm. everything at mm-hmm. once. But really, you have the opportunity to just look around that circle and think about, well, what's the first place I might want to make a change? One of the things we do is we ask people to rate on a one to five scale. How am I doing in this area? Am I a one? Am I a four? Am I a five? Am I doing just fabulous? Then if you walk around the circle and you say, okay, one to five, then look at where are you a two or a three? Where are you at a level you might want to improve? And that's the place to start. Really, what's right for everybody is different, and that's what we're looking for. What's right for you. And we have gone full circle. Dr. Ben Kligler, can't thank you enough. Really looking forward to our next visit here on Highway to Health. That closes out this edition of the Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. We would like to take this opportunity to thank you once again for spending part of your day with us on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And we would also like to invite you to visit HealthyTruck.org, the website for Healthy Trucking of America. HealthyTruck.org is filled with information and resources that can help make your travels down our nation's roads and highways a healthier one. Be sure to check back with us each Friday for the latest episodes of the Highway to Health podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America. Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo, also has another podcast from Healthy Trucking of America. Be sure to check out the Healthy Trucking Podcast. Now, folks, you can find all the podcasts being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. You can listen to us by downloading the Podwheels app, which is available in the Apple Store or on Google Play. You can also listen to all the episodes being brought to you by Healthy Trucking of America through our website, podwheels.net. 
Now, folks, we've got one last item to pass along to everybody. You can now catch up with the Highway to Health podcast on all the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. Just go wherever you get your podcast and search Highway to Health. And when you find our podcast, we would ask that you take a moment and subscribe to the Highway to Health. You'll be notified whenever we release a new episode. The Highway to Health Podcast, sponsored by Healthy Trucking of America, is a production of Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.